So we're holding by Perchafala, Pasuk Dalad. We learned previously that Yonason sends David away. David runs to the city of Noiv, where he is greeted by Achimelech, the Kohen Gadol. Achimelech is disturbed by the fact that David seems to be traveling alone. So David invents a story that he's on a secret mission from Shaul, and that he has been traveling with men, but that his men are nearby in hiding. Now David, as we know, had been hiding out for three days, waiting for Yonason to return. During that time, David had not had what to eat, and so he was starving. In addition, Chazal say, he was seized by the machala, by this disease of bulmis, which is caused by extreme hunger. And he's, we will see now that he requests food from Achimelech. Now, Mami Pano says that this was a little bit of Midah that since David's ancestors in Mayav failed to provide bread and water to Klai Yisrael when they passed by in the Midbar, so David also was lacking bread and water when he was traveling to Naif. So now in Pasuk Dali, David says to Achimelech, What do you have? You have five loaves of bread. Give it to me, whatever you have available. So basically David says, I'm hungry, I need food, and whatever's fresh out of the oven, whatever you have cooking or baking, give it to me, I am hungry, I need it to eat. Now, Pashup Shah, David is not requesting any particular loaves of bread. He's just asking whatever is available. So if that's the case, why is he specifying five? Why is he picking the number five, saying, oh, you got five loaves of bread, where, where do you get five from? So the, according to the Malbum, David was implying that he was traveling with an entourage of five attendants and that he needed the five loaves, one loaf for each of his attendants. The Barbanel suggests that it was a remez to the Chamisha Chumshe Taira, although I'm not really sure why that would be a relevant remez here. Um, we will see in a couple of psukim that the only bread available was lechem upon him. So, which we know is given out to the kaihanim every Shabbos, right? The, in the, uh, it's kept in the Kodesh on the Shulchan, and then every Shabbos, the outgoing uh, um, group of Mishma, the outgoing Mishmar of kaihanim and the incoming Mishmar of kaihanim divide the, uh, the loaves. Now, the Gemara in Yuma, Daf Zion, says that this one shita that the Kohen Gadol received five out of the twelve loaves, and therefore David, who talking to the Kohen Gadol, is requesting the five loaves of the Lechem Apanim that he receives. There is another Machlechus in the Gemara of how many loaves each of the families got. One Mandiyamar says that each family got six loaves, the incoming and the outgoing, and the other Mandiyamar says that one got five and the other got seven. So the Mayam Loye says, according to the Mandi Omar, that the, that the uh, outgoing family got five loaves, he came, David HaMelech arrived, just as the five loaves of the Lechem Apanim were being distributed to the outgoing family, and so he said, maybe you can give me these five loaves of bread, or anything else that's available, but he was referring to the five loaves being given to the outgoing family. So Pasuk, hey, Vayana Koyin is David. So the Koyin, Achimelech, answers David, Vayomer, and he says, Ein Lechem Cholel Tachas Yadi, I don't have any Chulin bread. Available. Kiim lechem kodesh yesh. I only have hegdish bread available. In nishmur hanarim achme isha. Provided that in arim, those attendants that traveled with you have kept themselves from women and are tahar, they don't have the tumma from women of being with women, then they will be able to eat the hegdish bread. The reason why there was no um, chulin bread available is because the kaihanim in the mishkan ate only hegdish bread because they didn't want to have a problem of noisar. So anytime they wanted bread, they made sure to eat the hegdish bread first and, and, and in order not to have any, any noisar problems. So as a result, they never came on to needing chulin bread because there was enough noisar bread, uh, noisar, there was enough hegdish bread that kept them fed at all times. It's not clear from this Pasuk which hegdish bread we're referring to or Achimelech is referring to, but it seems from Pasuk Zayin that he's referring to the lechem upon him. So, however, some of the 
Mefarshim don't like to say that it's the Lechem upon him because that was only Mutter to Kahanim. So the Radak and the Ralbag specifically say that Achimelech offered David Lachme Toida, which are, is bread that's brought together with someone who brings a carbon Toida, which can be eaten by any Yid as long as he is Tahar. Uh, it's, even Yisrael is allowed to eat Lachme Toida. When Pasuk Zion says that the only bread available was, was the lechem upon him, it means that that was the only bread available besides the lechem toida. And since Achimelech could not give David the lechem upon him bread because it wasn't mutter for a czar, so he had no choice but to give David the lechem toida. Now, according to the other Mepharshim that learn that he gave David the lechem upon him bread, there was no lechem toida, it was just lechem upon him bread. How, how is it mutter for David, was Yisrael, to eat it? So the answer is that you'll have to say that it was a sakanus nefashas, and therefore it was doicha, the, uh, the iser of giving lechem upon him bread to a czar was doicha because of sakanus nefashas. There's a problem with each of the pshatim, whether you say it was lachmi toida or you say it was lechem upon him bread. First, let's deal with the problem with the lachmi toida. If, if, if there was lachmi toida bread, why, why, why would the kaihanim have had so many lachmi toida available if lachmi toida belonged to the owners and are generally eaten by their families? So the Malbim explains that when you had a mishkan, for example, you had a, a permanent mishkan, rather, a mishkan in Shiloh, or you had the base of Miglish in Yerushalayim. So the um, Pasuk in Tzav says that there's a truma given of the Lachme Toida, that you separate a truma from the Lachme Toida and you give it to the Kaihanim to eat. Now, at this time, there wasn't a uh, permanent Mishkan, so technically speaking, right, it, this didn't have the same Kedusha that Shiloh did. For example, you, it was Mutter to have a Bama Katana, and so therefore there was no Din Midaraisa of the truma slach toida. However, there was still a minog of setting aside truma slach toida for the kahanim, but since it wasn't required midaraisa, that bread did not have the same level of kedusha as regular truma slach toida. It wasn't really truma, and therefore was mutter for azar to eat it. So that's why the kahanim had so many lach toida available. According to the Mandiyama that says it was lechem apanim bread, so why are you giving David lechem apanim bread, which has kedusha? Why don't you just go and find someone in Noiv somewhere in the city who happens to have uh, uh, chulen bread. Why are you, you going to give David lechem upon him bread, which is hegdish? So Radak explains that the entire city of Noiv was inhabited by Kaihanim. All they had was bread made of truma. There was always there was truma contained in all of their breads. So because David was starving, Achimelech agreed that he had to give him some something that was also for a czar. But he had a choice. Do I give him lechem upon him bread or do I give him truma bread? And he decided, which uh, for reasons that I can't go, it's too detailed to go into, but he decided that the less chamor iser is to give him lechem upon him bread and that's why he opted to give him that bread as opposed to the truma bread uh, that the other inhabitants of Noiv would have had. Now, at the end of the Pasuk, Achimelech tells David that as long as the Na'arim have not been together with a woman and have a tumah of keri, then they'll be mutter to eat the bread. Otherwise, they're going to have to tivel in a mikvah and then wait for Harib Shemesh. Now, even though that wasn't the only source of tumah that would have um, prevented them from eating Hegdish, for example, Sheretz, tumah of Sheretz, or tumah of Mace, but that was the most common one, and that's why Achimelech mentioned that one. But this now raises another question. If we just said that David was a Sakanus Nefashus, so who cares about Thomas? Who cares about Thomas Kerry? Sakanus Nefashus is Daicha Thomas Kerry or any Toma. Give him, give him the Hegdish food if it's a Sakanus Nefashus. So Mayam Loi says one shot that Achimelech assessed that it wasn't really Sakanus Nefashus, and so therefore he wanted David to wait until nighttime if he had the Toma of Kerry. 
That Seifim also agrees that Achimelech felt that David could wait until nighttime, but really Achimelech didn't want to give David the lechem upon him altogether. So he was hoping that if David needed to wait to dip in a mikvah and Harv Shemesh, David would go elsewhere and find bread from some other source. And in that way, he would avoid giving him any bread that was hegdish altogether and avoid the problem completely. The Rabag ends off at the end of the Pasuk that when David refers to Na'arim, the Rabag says Achimelech really meant David himself, but he referred to the Thomas Kerry on the, on the Na'arim because he didn't want the appearance of speaking disrespectfully to David.